Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Travel Thursday. Ryan, I've got a question for you. I don't know. I got a sense that maybe you've done this before. Have you ever done backpacking? I have. Ah, a long time ago. That's the catch. So I think as we, or at least I get older, (laughs) I have started to move towards more hotels and more high-end places to stay in because I don't think I can rough it out as much as I yeah, could anymore. I don't know. We get so spoiled, right? But but have you stayed in one of these, like, uh, I, I guess they, they used to be called like student hostels? Yeah, they are much more you know, value and cost-effective. So they have been the go-to during my younger days. Uh, but nowadays, it's a different story. I bring my luxury first slippers everywhere. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've never done that. Uh, I've always wanted to rough it out, but uh, I, I never had the chance to do that. Um, but but did you like it back then when, when you were staying in these uh, I hostels? I think the attraction of these hostels is you get to actually meet a lot of different people along the way, especially at these uh, yes. YMCA hostels, and they've got activities planned out. So it's a very interesting vibe and energy that you can get from these places. Yes. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that with me, Ryan, because, uh, you know, it's a less costly option. People sometimes prefer staying in these sort of hostels. It's easier to make friends, like you mentioned. There's a lot to love about it. But then we had COVID-19. It hasn't spared that side of the industry. And a lot of them closed down. They, they, they couldn't stay afloat. But now that we see borders reopening, the industry is finally seeing the light at the end of the tunnel enters Mad Monkey. This is a leading Southeast Asia-based hostel operator and it sees an opportunity and will be accelerating their expansion in the region, especially after securing a 4.6 million US dollar investment. What are their plans? How do they prepare for the influx of incoming travelers? Let's find out more right now from Clara Grintal, who is Chief Marketing Officer for Mad Monkey. Clara, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm very well. Thank you. And you? I am very good. And uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation. So you guys, tell us a little bit about Mad Monkey. And I'm more interested in the origin story as well. Of course. Happy to. So as you mentioned, Mad Monkey today is one of the biggest hostel groups in Southeast Asia. As you like, it was very interesting to, to listen to you mentioning how nowadays you appreciate more comfort and so forth. Actually, I wanted to tell you, like, hostel travel and backpacking has changed a lot in the past years and yeah. can actually be a very comfortable, very, very fun affair. But anyway, but back to Mad Monkey. So our origin story is actually a, a fun story. It all started in Phnom Penh. In 2011, so that would be now more than 10 years ago, when Cambodia also was a very different place, I would say. Mm. But three friends met up, quite literally in a bar in the capital city, and they were at that time passionate backpackers themselves. They were really, really connected with different local communities, with different people in Cambodia, um, observing how people live, observing different challenges the country had, and just really wanted to start a business that would simultaneously connect with those communities, help them develop in some ways, but at the same time also provide just mega fun, awesome experience to young travelers, to young digital nomads that want to come, want to explore, discover new places, uh, meet a lot of new people, and just simply have a lot of fun while traveling responsibly, sustainably, 
and yeah, enjoying new places. And the story from there just really uh, was developing very quickly. So today Mad Monkey is present in seven locations around Southeast Asia, in Cambodia, in Indonesia, in the Philippines. But this year we'll be opening up to 15 locations and in the next two years we're hoping to be present in 50. Mm. So that's a little bit about us. Yeah, and you know the best ideas always happen while you're in the bar. Clara, I, I, I want to talk about demographics. And the reason I bring this up is because I've never stayed overnight in, a, in one of these hostels, but I did book one for a couple of hours just to put my stuff down, take a shower, because it was a whole day out while I was in Vietnam. Has the demographic, the target audience changed where the hostel experience is concerned? Has it changed from Mad Monkey, especially now that we're coming out of this pandemic? Mm, I wouldn't say that our target demographic is changing. Okay. Um, so we're still very much catering to that young, passionate, excited traveler. So mm. our key demographic is probably somewhere, like age somewhere between 18 to, let's say, up to 30. Um, they are uh, passionate about exploring new places. They are probably predominantly coming from Europe, from the US, from Australia, but more and more that demographic is expanding also to different Asian nationalities. What's changing about this demographic is that they're increasingly, so obviously they have always been very educated, but they're also now extremely informed, mm. curious, interested, more and more want to be in touch with different communities, with different topics uh, that are happening in different locations where we operate. But what I would say the, the most important change that we probably observe, and, and I think COVID has kind of escalated that change in many people, is that in the past two years, more and more people have discovered that working remotely is actually very easy and something that anyone can do. And now that borders are reopening and travel is kind of possible again, people are realizing that, hey, I could be on a really nice beach somewhere in Indonesia or Cambodia and I can still get all my work done. Yeah, that is where you are based in. And I'm starting to feel a little bit jealous because I wish I could broadcast from Cambodia. Clara, how have things changed then in terms of the operational side? I'm sure COVID has had an impact on the business. So how has that changed? I mean, we're talking costs, wages, rent. And with regard to getting ready for this influx of travelers, you talked about how people realize they could work from anywhere. What's in the pipeline here? Um, so in terms of that change and, and how COVID has impacted our business, like obviously, as you mentioned at the beginning, COVID has not been the kindest to the yeah. industry in general. And we've been very fortunate to be able to weather that storm and, and come out of it relatively uninjured. Not only that, we managed to actually raise funds that will enable our very quick expansion. We have definitely figured out the formula for success before COVID. And what we're planning to do now is basically apply that formula with certain tweaks that are catering to current atmosphere within the industry. Um, and then just very quickly provide that Mad Monkey experience in as many locations as we possibly can. We're also very lucky that a majority of our fantastic team members were able to return after basically our operations were slowing down during COVID. Okay. So we are largely able to reopen a lot of our locations with the same fantastic team that we've nurtured for the past decade. Um, now, there is also like what COVID has enabled, and that's kind of an opportunity that we observe is 
for us to be really able to go and find uh, more interesting locations and basically take advantage of that, see what's available now when the things have kind of slowed down for some of our competitors and so forth. So being now quick at that opportunity is very important for us. Could you give me an example of an interesting location that you mentioned? Um, yeah, so are you referring to some of the, the new places we're looking sure. into? So, Perhaps uh, yeah, one of the so new places and, and, and why this, this particular location appeals to your target audience. Of course. So as I was mentioning, we are currently open in Cambodia in mm. two locations in Indonesia um, mm-hmm. as well as the Philippines. So the first step is really very quickly reopening locations where MedMonkey previously operated. So we are expanding our footprint in the Philippines very quickly. We're looking again at opening in Bangkok because it's just such a massive hub. And a lot of our tourists quickly uh, come there. And from there, we're then able to basically craft those journeys for them and make sure that they get to other interesting places, either islands, beaches, or more historical sites. We're also very actively looking, of course, into Vietnam. We're looking into um, Sri Lanka. We're looking even further potentially some of the the bigger markets why not nepal why not japan why not hong kong so basically the world is our oyster yeah (laughs) sri lanka vietnam nepal i am looking forward to that that's gonna be very interesting you guys uh, also have a mad monkey app uh, mobile app that you're gonna launch tell us a little bit more about it and it's quite an advantage right since your demographic target is an age group that's born into tech so that's going to help. Well, absolutely. As you said, one thing that we can for sure claim about every single mad monkey that comes to our places is that they have their mobile phone attached to them pretty much 24-7. <laughs> so that being said, we need to be very mindful of how they interact with the world, with what that seamless experience looks like for them. Um, so we need to enable that. And uh, MedMonkey app is going to um, do exactly that. We're going to make sure that our guests, our travelers can really seamlessly basically book and craft their experiences. From booking their rooms to booking their adventures to uh, basically fostering loyalty. We have a lot of really loyal customers. We want to reward that. We want to make sure that they feel part of this family that is MedMonkey, essentially. Mm. And mobile app is going to enable all of that and more. So really, it's all about very seamless, very simple, very interactive experience for our guests. But you know, the the age group, right? They tend to be very big on the idea of uh, sustainability. Is, is this something that you guys at Matt Monkey are looking at? Do you, do you have um, experience where they tend to ask, you know, what are your sustainability efforts? How do you make travel sustainable in that sense? So, yes, absolutely. Short answer, longer answer. Um, from the very beginning, from day one, that sustainability and social responsibility have been the cornerstone of, of Matt Monkey, um, of the brand, of the operation. We are incredibly connected with the communities where we operate. Not only we recruit from local communities, we partner up with local NGOs, recruit from there. We partner with local NGOs in order to provide growth and development for those communities, from building water wells to investing in educational programs, all the way to beach cleanups and and aiming to use less plastic in our hostels and so forth. So, and yes, young travelers are definitely educated, passionate about those topics, very willing to participate in these initiatives. Um, so that has been a very big part of MedMonkey brand and MedMonkey experience, for sure. 
Okay, Clara, we've got to get to the big question. In fact, the question is so big, it's 4.6 million US dollars worth. You guys recently secured this uh, 4.6 million investment from EXS Property Innovation Concepts, VCC. Tell us a little bit more about getting this investment, you know, during the pandemic. That must have been challenging. What's the plan with it? Yeah, of course. So that that's so, so, so exciting for us because this will really enable us to be so much faster at getting to our you know goals to to really reach our objectives faster as i said at the beginning i think we figured out the model we understand how to build the experience that our guests want and EXS and their investment simply enabled us to do that faster and with more support which is so exciting um, EXS really believes in our ethos, they believe in what we do, and, and they really believe in this like new economy model that we have kind of taken as, as our main model that really merges like amazing real estate, just great locations, strategic locations, high quality accommodation with fantastic experience, fantastic hospitality, tech, and then merging all of that in, into this one great basically travel plan for our guests. That's what they're excited about. This is also this entire experience that we provide to guests is really unique to MedMonkey. And yes, uh, looking at trend lines, we know that the demand for this type of experience is only going to be growing and growing very fast. So this is an exciting time for both EXS and MedMonkey, of course. Well, we certainly wish you guys the best of luck. Clara Grintel, Chief Marketing Officer for MedMonkey on the line with me. Clara, thank you for your time. You take care and stay safe. Thank you. You too. It was great talking to you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.